Welcome everybody to another exciting, exciting installment of the TBA show with your host who does the most, even when he's making toast, the one, the only, DJ Stones. And right across me is... BZ, the show that shows other shows what they should be showing. We hope you do, guys, uh, enjoy the show with us here today. Um, the White Knight, the Righteous Mayor, um, it's me. <laughs> DJ Mayo. Mayo. <laughs> yeah, and boy, do sure. we have a show for you. Yeah. We have a good show. But yeah, before we sure. hop into anything, let us enjoy These some nice tunes.
This is Given Illustrative Masilela. You're listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed those tunes. I know I did. For sure. I did indeed. Ooh. Yeah. So DJ Mayo, introduce our topic for us. Okay, so um, basically it's AI companions. So the, the idea of um, that we would be having companions instead of other human beings. <laughs> but um, basically, so what happened was is that there was, there's a... As an app that was created called Replica, and mm-hmm. what it's based off is the the chats of a deceased friend um, of the CEO of the company. Mm. So the CEO of the company has a friend that dies, um, really has like a lot of heartache and stuff, and then uses a um, uh, machine learning engine and feeds it all of its chats, and then is able now to have a uh, conversation. Um, Simple as it may, but then you're quite surprised at what it actually comes up with um, with this 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 person. It's as if it's actually come to to life. Now there was a Black Mirror episode um, that did almost exactly the same thing, and um, this this lady was inspired off of that that episode on Black Mirror. Mm. And um, obviously, the Black Mirror episode goes a, a bit further down the line than what what we are capable of. But what she actually ends up finding out is that. Um, the relationship kind of becomes empty because it becomes monotonous because there's mm-hmm. nothing new. Yeah. Um, it gets fed this this th- these chat messages. They 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 the way a person speaks. It's it's all it's surface level, and and she gets invested into this this AI companion. It's emotionally convincing, you know. But then now when it gets to looking further and like lying on, uh, it kind of falls apart. But the realistic sense is that. Um, this AI companion called Replica. Um, there's there's stories. There's a story of of a, of a guy that actually wanted to marry this, and it, like he he so he was having issues with his his wife, right? Mm. And then he got to the point where um, he so he obviously made a, a, a avatar like a, a companion on Replica, and then um, just speaking to Replica made him re-fall in love with his wife. So it actually saved his marriage, quote unquote. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that in terms of that. Wanna get your opinion first? Well, I have a lot to say about AI. You know, um, as much as there's so much good going on, it's saving a lot of marriages and a lot of people are moving away from depression and, you know, all of these um, cynical things that, you know, drive people mad. You know, there's, there's no doubt about people, human beings, let me say, being messy, right? And we are capable of being nasty. But my concern comes in when we have kids born into such technology and actually thinking that it's an actual human being, Mm. will the parents inform the kid that this is really not what you think it is? Will it teach children how to really interact with a normal human being? In a sense that, um, yes, there hasn't been any AI technology out there that has been introduced for young kids, right? particularly to teach them how to be a young kid because these are i would assume complex conversations had just like replica as it stemmed from a uh, deceased friend i um i would assume that this person was of age um not a toddler yeah. you know yeah. so these such conversations would would have to need an intellectual human being to have a normal conversation do these kids have to now learn how to interact with older 
or rather more matured human beings or an AI in this instance before learning how to interact with people of their peer. Another concern is that is it going to now derail how people interact? Because yes, this is an AI. Yes, it is um, um, to some extent um, um, personified, you know, but my concern is as, as an AI from people who know how AIs work, um, usually they don't say the wrong things. They don't say negative things. They don't say um, how people actually really are, you know, and how people really interact with certain situations and, you know, respond to certain things. My concern is that say you're a young kid, you're a toddler and you are learning how to talk to people, how to interact with people and all you get is positive remarks. How is it going to teach you for the real world out there? How are you going to really interact with kids out there that are going to say nasty things to you you know but another concern again is how are you going to teach kids that something could possibly go wrong because again if you are born into this then you are certainly going to be influenced to live a certain way you know and you are certainly going to learn a lot of things from whatever that replica is as it was replicate a replication of that particular person right and how are you going to be able to create your own identity? Because you're learn you're all learning from a particular mindset and a particular um, 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 personality trait that you find you know interesting from whatever that AI is. Mm. And another concern is that if a kid is going to learn such and learn to interact with an AI and are they, are, we, are they going to be able to keep that relationship with a human being? Are they, are they going to be able to be constructive and innovative and have conducive conversations where the world is expanding and the world is improving productively? I feel like this AI, as, as, as small as it is, but the trajectory that it's taking is that it's lobing people. You know, you become um, in a kind of a cell, a cage, you know you are taken away from whoever that you're interacting with and you don't interact with the normal human being um there's going to be less reproductiveness there's going to be less real conversation that you have with um a person to person and you know yeah i mean i have a lot to say about this but i'll just um hand it over to Yes, um, reproductiveness. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, just a point that you say that uh, I, I don't think would be a, a huge problem is, um, the whole positive and negative um, conversations basically mm, that they yeah. have. Because remember, with AI, it's all about what you feed it. Mm. It's the content you feed it. You know. So, especially if I'm now building an AI that is there to, you know, um teach people how to have specific types of conversation mm. i feed it that that type of conversation you know right. like like you said in the story they he fed the ai conversations yeah, that yeah. they had you know this could also be the conversations where she she was negative towards him or yeah. you know that, that that whole thing and he builds it up sure i think my biggest problem with it though is that it it will build up a fake relationship a relationship Certainly. that isn't there Mm. Um, this is not iRobot, you know. Sadly, we cannot walk around with our uh, our robot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. But you, 
what's cool about this is the theory the, uh, I hope I say the word theoretical right. the therapeutical oh, oh right, part of right. it you know because <clears throat> yeah. like I'm reading I was reading some of the, the testimonies that are on the site you know you there's one person spoke about the fact that there was their companion through the lockdown period and mm-hmm. that was the person they were able to chat to yeah but again, it's not a real relationship. You know, yeah. outside of your conversations, you can't really do things with this companion. You can't yeah. really explore the world with this companion yeah. as you do either with a friend or a spouse. You know, mm-hmm. and I guess when you get to that realization, I think the the the, the depression will kick in worse because yeah. mm-hmm. that's when you realize how alone you actually are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the importance of things like this should be number one, confident builders. You know, yeah. you, you you here's like a little practice place where you're chatting to someone, like a demo, and yeah. then you get that that confidence to go and speak to someone. Yeah. You know, the sad part is some people will make this their life, and yeah, and the realization will come in and will just kick them down to a, de- a depression. You know, because something interesting I was reading, so I was on the um, artificial human companion page on Wikipedia, and. Basically, a lot of this comes from a study, right, where they looked at the elderly who live in conditions because they're alone and they're not really, uh, they're limited to social networks, right? Mm. So what happened was that they are, uh, because of these circumstances, it increases the risk of depression and dementia. Mm. So what they did in the beginning was they tried to make artificial pits. So they tried to make artificial pits. So this was like your um, Sony's eyeball. I hope I said it right. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like pits that you can look after online, which will give them something to do, something to look after, and something to care. Now, obviously, these then um, evolved into the type of companions we have today. Mm-hmm. And like in a subset of it, which is one I kind of enjoy, but I feel like it's not yet at its full, uh, its full, what's the word now? Potential. Potential mm-hmm. is the whole thing of AI uh, personal assistance. Mm. now yeah. those are going to be crazy when it fully comes out you know the likes of alexa bixie um, google now siri mm. Cortana. these are things that i i, mm. I kind of now see as very interesting because this is now this could affect an industry you know personal assistance you know because mm. here is literally everything being done the only difference is that they but again it comes to the limitation i was talking about physical there's physical limitations to these AIs. Mm. You know, they can't go pick up your laundry. Mm. They can't take you out on a date. Mm. And I guess that's the 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 major mm. the major thing when it comes to the major what's it called stumbling block or the major uh, obstacle. prevention yeah. obstacle that will prevent yeah. progression will be the physical aspect. But the soft like the the non physical aspects, you know, they get down very very well and they're constantly improving. Like um, I remember I think it was a year or two back I was watching the two no, actually two or three years back I was watching the the Google event. Yeah. And they're, they're showing how well their their assistant was, mm. and basically he told his assistant to book uh book a a reserve a seat for him at a restaurant. Mm. And basically what happens is now you see the interaction <coughs> happening where the where, uh, Google now calls the restaurant, has a conversation with them. Mm. It's like, hi, I'd like to reserve a seat for two people at this, at your restaurant at this uh, time. Mm. The person says, hi, no, th- sorry, this time is not available. Can we give you this time? Mm. And then, then you hear the person says, mm, give me a second. 
and then when he's saying hmm, give me a second Consult that's now him it. speaking sending a message back saying that that time isn't available do you want to have this time then the person says yes and the person's like oh, okay cool we'll take that time and the interaction felt so lifelike that they say that the person on the other end actually did not know no they're speaking to an ai so software side, you know, these are AI companions and AI um, personal assistants, I feel like are really doing the, um, they're getting better and better mm. and they're going to be serving more and more, you know, and it's, it's going to be quite crazy to see where it ends up, you know, because here you are, are getting flirted by a, a, a girl six months down the line, you know, now she's asking you for money and she turns out to be a bot. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. You know, and you've mm-hmm. just sent money to you don't know who. Made, made yeah. by a 60-year-old Peter. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, like, pedophilia could become a thing now with these type of things. Mm. If in the wrong hands. Because, you know, you think that you, it's a bot. These are, it's essen- these are essentially chatbots that you yeah. that you are speaking to. Mm. These AI companions are essentially just chatbots. Yeah. You know, chatbots are made by people. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying it's all bad and gloomy. Look, there's some great they can do in the world, you know. So I freaking nice. love my 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 Google Assistant because like sometimes I'm too lazy to dial a number and I'm like, I, hey Google, call DJ Whoever. Mayo, you yeah. know, and then done. Yeah, know? I love my personal assistants, mm. but I guess it's the ch- the checks and balances that need to come out as this industry is growing. Yeah. That if we don't watch out now, we're going it's going to bite us later. Certainly, certainly. Mm. And it turns us more into cyborgs because we become so dependent on our. I feel like that's what you youth you're hoping the end game for all of these is. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. But um, yeah, in, in, in all honesty, man, like we are becoming so dependent on technology that we almost become redundant and like you know almost yeah. useless without it. You know, have you ever seen how people become depressed when there's load shedding? Like uh, my, my my Wi-Fi needs to be on in load shedding. Whoa. Just the Wi-Fi. Whoa! It's insane <laughs> how everything stops because of load shedding. Yeah. And you have nothing to do because everything that's technolo- technological is affected by electricity to some level. Yeah. You know, and I think mm-hmm. with 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 this whole AI thing from a religious perspective, for the sake of you know um, looking at it from all angles. Yeah. If a human being can create a robot or an ai companion with consciousness yeah i don't think is it's the history of man but it becomes the history of god because mm. i think if if a human being can now enact what god has been able to create and deemed impossible in in, in the mm. past and in the bible from a biblical sense then i think it, it becomes a big problem from a person that is an orthodox christian mm. and looks or an orthodox religious person and looks at it from a perspective where only god can do what this you know and and you know has, has in a way done. now i feel like I'm, I'm trying to not now step into the lines yeah, of, yeah. Re- of um religion yeah but in a way it's it's how we are as humanity Mm-hmm. Technology progresses because we, we tend to build things like us or better. Mm-hmm. The whole <coughs> pur- pur- purpose of a computer was basically to do what humans did with calculations, but faster and more certainly, accurate. Certainly. You know? Yeah, and you know, so basically what we have here is that you have a system that's doing what's already there, but better. The whole, the, the whole processing and neural networking is built on how the brain works. Mm. 
and as as people that's how we work we 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 we, we create we build we innovate and i think that's an important part of that's something that differentiates us from any other species you know mm-hmm. that and we have a soul but again i'm not going into the religious mm-hmm. aspect you know it's mm-hmm. it's quite amazing and i even going now to the religious aspect you know and what does the what does the bible say we made in god's image right and it's an image of creation mm-hmm. and what do we do we also create. create you know and it's something interesting that i uh i when i look at i'm like ah you know this kind of proves that but with the whole companion stuff we need to now just get into a a position whereby we don't we don't we're not what's the term we're not blinded Mm-mm. by what is there because so that is that is the riskiest thing if we get blinded by the technologies that are there yeah certainly because th- these technologies are becoming so powerful that the human component is just playing a part and yeah. just a syndicate in the bigger picture you know yeah. we don't want to become the sideline or marginalized by yeah. technology where it's taking control of us now 100% you know? yeah. yeah yeah any last words yeah no i just think that um again with any technological issue whenever we're talking about technology and moral ethics or anything like that uh it all comes down to human behavior and then i mean this is the reason why we have things like wars why we have conflict or we have struggles that um i mean for since the beginning of time it has never been we never had been able to um resolve so i don't see how technology is going to affect that for as long as human beings are plugged into it yeah um we we're, we're feeding um this superpower uh, superhuman yeah and it's just going to be more of what we really are and so the the issue this is not a solution to the human condition it is a accelerator to the problem because it's just power right well that was well said and that is it from us right here at the TBA I hope you guys enjoyed you are listening to DJ Stones and across me is BC the shows that shows are the shows what they should be showing and we do and next to him was yeah fresh mayor coming off with uh, with a Good show, yeah. Signing out. Thanko.
FM. Radio has never been better.